Hello, investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Two-Headed Serpent. It was written by Paul Fricker, Scott Dorward, and Matthew Sanderson, and it was edited by Mike Mason. It's available at the Chaosium website. Our game master is Matthew Sanderson, and this is episode 18. Now for the recap. You're listening to WITV Radio. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matthew? All right, thank you very much, Tom. So, everyone is sat around the table at the Greek restaurant. Various points of discussion ongoing. We'll pick up exactly where we left off. Look, Johnny, what you said, I mean, what you think you saw, 
you said that the queen of snakes seemed to be very familiar with this volcano place, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. But your words exactly were that she felt like a scientist, someone who worked there. Is that what you'd expect from a, a queen of snakes? No, now that you say it like that, no, it's not. I mean, could she be like, I suppose she could be more than a queen. Or maybe it's an elected position or maybe she's not a queen at all. Hmm. Well, she did have, she had the thorn, the, when we picked her up, she had the scepter. I guess that's true. What, what, she didn't have the crown, though. No. So if I remember right, it didn't look like it had been, it didn't look like the case had been broken into. It was just missing. Which means that the crown may have never been in there. Exactly. Maybe she just lifted the box. Maybe she stole the box and thought also, that it was going to be in there. It might mean that other people of her group are out there and they are the ones that have that are hiding yeah. it somewhere, maybe. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like if the inner knight got in there and stole it, why didn't they kill her? Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know, don't royal families usually have assigned people under them for protection or like a magician or a jester or... It's the way yeah. ours work. Yeah. She did. I mean, that, she that, had a that, giant that's the books snake. I've read. <laughs> well, no, I understand that. But what if she's not the queen, but she's in fact a servant of the queen well, what if she's a decoy? And was trying to steal the crown. Like the, the proverbial crown, not the physical crown, but trying to steal the crown from the real queen. What if we've got the wrong queen? Or, or, know, or something that's not a queen? Maybe the right thing to do is just ask the questions. Um, that's true. I mean, what do we know about Gatana Thoa? What do we know about this missing crown? What do we know about her and, and how their royalty works? She said she was married to a human. At one point, yeah. Wouldn't that be kind of an odd thing for the Queen of Snakes to be married to a human? Well, what happens when you try and join two nations? You marry... Kate well, princes. yeah, I suppose that's true. Or if you're trying to blend a human race with a serpent race. Mm. Does she seem to indicate that the humans actually had their own kingdoms? Seems to me like we were just slaves. Well, it's extremely hard to talk in headquarters. Oh, yeah. And of course, we have concepts that she probably doesn't understand and vice versa. Well, we got one concept she understands. Well, <laughs> well if she had a human consort before, then she knows how to fuck. We're trying to eat, Gil. I thought you were done. Right. Have some of that nice uh, moussaka with the bechamel sauce over. It's nice and white and slimy looking. Mm. All right. So just to clarify then, just so we're all on the same page, we don't trust anyone except ourselves, right? I'm not sure I trust you. Yeah. Do you want me to leave then? Is that is that what you're asking? No, oh, no, no. But I can work with people I don't trust. Let, let me put 
Forget about killing someone. On the table. I think we should get her out. If she's not who she says she is, we will kill her. Why don't we get her out in some other way? Look, we have Doctor, we have Doctor Marcello, okay? Now it's gonna take some convincing to get him to go along with this, but he's a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. We also have that those new little weapons, those uh, those uh, uh, dragon's teeth or whatever that knock people out. Flying fangs, correct. The flying fangs. We could knock out the gods. We could put her in a body bag. I mean, we'd explain it to her. And the doctor could wheel her out on a gurney. Nobody would even look. He could say it's a medical procedure. Let's, and they wouldn't know who it was, and he could lie about it, whatever. And we could, I mean, they wouldn't even know that they, they might not even know that they were pricked by those things. They, they'd fall asleep and not understand why. Well, they'd know eventually that she escaped. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. And that way we wouldn't have to kill anybody, Magnus. Well, remember this whole thing talking about how, you know, all three of these serpent people factions may also be trying to all end the world in their own way? And how we met, we're talking so much about how we're going to wait before we let the queen out. But now Adi is just, what's the queen out? think we no, can no. go on our next mission without putting her in a safe house. I thought about that too. The whole ending the world thing. I don't think that's it at all. I think it's dominating the world. I think exactly. snake people want to take over again. They want us to be subversive to them. Instead of the way it is right and now. And so you want to help this queen or not queen? Because... I have a funny feeling she ain't really... Well, now I'm going by a funny feeling. I, she doesn't have any support. I don't think there are any Gatanathoan worshippers out there anymore. Yeah, just her, the one who knows where well, this she, place is. She wouldn't be able to dominate the human race all by herself. Well, that, that's a very good point you just made there, Connor. She, at the moment, is the only one that technically knows where this place is. And that's why Caduceus have got her, because they want her to talk. That's right. another funny thing. It's supposed to be on the island of Mu, right? Yeah, but no one knows where that is. Uh, yeah, it's under the Atlantic Ocean. Caduceus has found it. This is, this is the 1920s. We've pretty much circumnavigated the globe. Listen, if you remember... 1930s. 1930s. <laughs> the We've circumnavigated the globe. Where could you hide an island? Mu is phasing in and out of existence. It's there and it's not there at the same time. There are... What, what was your... Um, your uh, and think of it this way. Where Johnny's friends, the ghoulies, yep. they, I mean, and she spent her entire time in the... What was it called? The, the dream. The dream what's it? Yeah, exactly. So what's the point in saying Mu has to be on our planet? Did you ever think of that? No, but you see, so she's she spent millennia searching for this place in the dreamlands because that's where they thought it was, but no, it came saying, up empty. After I'm, that, saying, I'm not saying it's searching. definitely in the dreamlands, but saying it's in the Pacific, it's in the Atlantic, it's in the dreamlands. No one knows where the fuck it is. Okay. That's the point. What what if I what do you think about me doing this? If I go and talk to Gonzalez and I just tell him, Hey Gonzalez, I was downstairs and I heard meet him and that queen having a row about something. 
sounded like they were discussing the location of something. Do you know anything about that? I mean, it can't hurt. I mean, I was downstairs. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But I was downstairs. If they weren't going to have, if they Dr. were going to have a private conversation, they shouldn't have had it. At the Dr. Gonzalez's notes that I found in Megan's safe was a translation of a move tablets, these texts that were mentioning that it was in the Atlantic Ocean, not the Pacific Ocean, like everybody had once thought. So they are definitely working on figuring out exactly where this place is. Well, sure. And I'm not sure I'm not sure why you trust Dr. Consolvis over the Queen. To you, me, they're just as untrustworthy as each other. You keep saying that. I have restated myself numerous times. I don't trust any of them. I don't trust Gonzalez, but when you ask him a question, he answers. Now, he could be lying or he could be telling the truth. Either way, we have more information that we can, if he says, well, I don't know anything at all about Moo, then we'll know he's lying because you've seen the documents. And if he says, oh yeah, we've located Moo, it's in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, it's right here, well then maybe it's not as important as we think that it is. Just well, there's, there's, there's two components to this little problem that they're having. One is finding the place. That's fine. But say this queen or not queen, whatever the hell Tyrannish is, she, if they're not looking for to try to find the location from her, and apparently she worked at this doomsday device place, then she might be the only one who knows how to use it. Mm. So there's a, se say? there's a separate problem that she might, that they might need her to solve. I mean, they clearly need her for something because they've, they've take, gotten us to kidnap her. Didn't she say her that, that her god, the Atanathoa, was in the volcano? It's a god of the volcano? Correct. What if and, whatever it wait, is. Wait, wait, is wait, being wait, kept wait. In? Johnny said he saw something. Like spider-like or something over the volcano. Something over the volcano, yeah, like over a, so almost like a lid. Well, not a lid, but a, a a cage almost. A spider, spider, looking. Was it organic? I can't really get my brain around it. It was uh, like a spider-like thing, but it was all the whole thing was just phasing in and out, just you know, right. Speaking of grabbing somebody's knob, um, a Gerhardt, what are you talking you could, about? You could go in there and, uh, oh, well, I thought maybe you told us, but maybe no. you could, okay, maybe you could go into the Queen's place. W what color does she usually play, black or white, in the chess set? Hey, uh, Keeper? Um, I don't think she'd have any particular preference. Um, she will have definitely tried both sides. She's touched those those chess pieces. Wouldn't she be able to read something off of those chess pieces? Oh, me again? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, the more information we can gather, we don't know how reliable your information is, but so far it seems Oh, pretty it's pretty accurate. reliable. Maybe you'd be surprised at how clear my visions are. Anyway, we better get back. They're going to start looking for us. Hey, listen, whoever's free when we get back, come with me to the library. Let's search everything we can find for something on Gatanathoa. Maybe I can get some okay. insight. I, 
insight on that. And I need to finish reading up on the um, the other. Uh, See if you can find something on the significance of that crown. Why why the crown would be the one thing that's missing. Why it's so important. Adi, if you're adamant that you want to go and talk to the doc. I'm not adamant. No, but I, if you do, take Connor with you because he's got a knack for telling the people. Yep. Okay. I'm wondering if I should try and enter the dreamlands to see if I could find anything out. Well, I don't want you entering the dreamlands on your own. At least let me watch over your body or something. Haven't ha haven't you had enough of giant spiders and and gugs and little uh, mole people? I mean, we we need answers, don't we? How do you know that? Uh, yeah. We don't. Well, but if you can find the, I. You, I hate to break this to you, but you don't strike me as some great uh, Dreamlands expert. If you can find a way to bring the cat with you. That's what I was thinking. Keep, let's everybody keep our minds and our ears and our eyes wide open and see what other information we can get. And remember that we can uh, call for a secret meeting. I've got uh, Zoe setting up a secret lab for us. Okay, but I think you know our what? decision still stands. We are waiting to make any moves in yeah. Towards before we before we leave, it's kind of important. What do we want to know from the queen? Let's put down five or ten questions, write them down. When we get back, I'm gonna hand her the note and tell her to burn it or eat it, and then to write her response. And I'll, I'll meet her in a couple hours, and then we could read it and assess the situation. I'll I'll be honest with her. I'll tell her some of the group wants to help, some of them don't. No, 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 because then she'll make up answers. What do we want to know? I'll tell her there that everybody's in to help her, so she she just thinks that we're ready to spring her and we need answers. Uh, one, does she want to enslave humanity? I don't know. That's I'm not a big sure. Question. I'm really not sure that you're going to ever be able to trick her out of information. Not trick, just see if she's just upfront about it. You know, she spent all that time in the dreamlands. She should know if she can take somebody with her. Why wouldn't she be a great escort to run somebody through? Well, I was wondering if I could ask some people I met about her, is what I was thinking, but... Anyway... Ask, it, her, ask her why they would take the crown. Well, if it's <laughs> anything like uh, Johnny's scepter, if it's got any funky powers or anything, then it could be... You know, hey, plot twist. What if the crown no. is the doomsday here, device? Well, we're, 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 we're thinking, I believe that we are missing a major point here. If there's anything that I think is the most pressing a piece of information to get an honest answer out of the queen is why does Caduceus keeping her? What do they want? I think we know that answer, but I'll ask. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. I think it's for the location of Mu and the volcano and whatever weapon that ask is. Ask her. Ask her. Why won't they? Why? Why? Why do they? I can guess what they would tell her. They would tell her to keep her safe. But uh, right. No, I. I think the the thing that's bothered been bothering me all along is that crown, because everything was in place. The giant snake was in place. The 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 red thing that changed Johnny's hand was in place. 
all of the traps were in place, everything was in place, the scepter was in place, everything was in place, but the crown was missing. Does that mean Which, she never had the crown in the first place? Or, or, bear with me, so the thing that hit Johnny, right, that was because he went through and he wasn't a serpent. So that wouldn't have gone off if the person walking through the arch was a serpent person. Or, or right? a hybrid, correct. The giant snake wouldn't attack someone that was a part of, like, was right. a serpent person as part of it. So they could get in quite easily and get the crown. So that's why I'm like, not that it wasn't there, but someone of her group, her tribe, whatever, has the crown or had well, it at least. And know, yeah. yeah. The only the only problem that 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 gave me with that one is then why did that that crystal change Johnny and not kill Johnny? Because the crystal was turning him into a serpent person. Said to me, then it wouldn't be a then it wouldn't be something that would deter. Well, let's, let's think about it this way. When when we found the queen, she was all wrapped up like a mummy, right? Was she, I, or was she just sure, laying I there? Certainly, I she was just laying there. I was just asleep, so I don't know. Dustin. Thinking of that question of why did it change, uh, change Johnny, um, as Gerhardt's been reading some stuff, you can give me a mythos roll. All right. Uh, 32, I'll spend the 20 points of luck to get it. You know, it's pulp when you can burn that much in one session and not worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you've been having a look through those Gospels and okay. looking at how kind of Yig's will is manifest through their followers. Uh, there is definitely mentioned amongst, amongst the examples and the testimonies in there, or testaments in there, that those can suffer Yig's wrath by becoming snakes themselves if they are not snakes. <coughs> I'll reiterate that back to the group verbatim. So, so I wonder Yig's how much wrath? of a snake you have to be to be able to withstand his wrath. Well, his wrath could go on other snake individuals too if they angered him, I believe. He rules with a semi-iron hand. So, so you can turn you into a snake just so he can smite you? Well, wait, now are we implying that that whole temple was a Yigian temple? Why was the queen there? Because, so if the Yig fall, if there was, uh, so, I mean, we talked about how perhaps there was a falling out between the Yigians and the inner knight involving Caduceus some civil war type of setup. Perhaps the Yigians overthrew the Katanathoans and they locked her in there, basically. You what if, yeah, you're saying it was a prison. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, there's another possibility, too, and I hate to just keep bringing up more possibilities and more possibilities, but when we talked to the queen about Yig, she said he wasn't a god that mm. he was just a very powerful snake person. Correct. That sort of ascended. Maybe in her day, he wasn't a god. He was just a religious leader mm. that now they think of him as a god, but he so, was just a religious leader. So think about it this way. So if, that, if this gem is supposed to enable Yig's wrath and there's that giant guardian snake, yeah, maybe we've been thinking about this backwards. Maybe they were just trying to stop her from getting out. I think we have questions to ask. 
All right. Anyway, we should probably head back because uh, Dr. Masella is probably waiting for us. Yeah. Well, you know, they're going to say something to us about uh, Oklahoma. I'll get two euros to go for the doctor. All right. All right. So it sounds like you're settling the bill, grabbing food to go, and then heading back to the meeting building. Yep. Yeah. The red light on the uh, on in the restaurant on the way back. No, it is still off at the moment. Cool, no worries. But as you head in through the front uh, through the front door, uh, you can head back down to the lab, and there is Doctor Marcello waiting for you. Ah, uh, Doctor Marcello. Hey, Hello folks. there. Did you so finally get all that paperwork done? Oh yes, my God! I did not realize it was so much. At least I had a, a last half hour back in the lab. I was very happy to get back. I, I sort of put my hand on his shoulder and I say, we suspect that, in, that shortly they're going to send us on another mission. Uh, Fantastic. We're guessing Oklahoma. We have a lot to discuss with you, but we're going to do it on the way. Not, not now. And I, I sort of give him the look around like this and I'm like, As, as if on cue, then, um, as you're looking around, there is a knock at the door. Um, it opens slightly, and Dr. Gonsalves pops his head hey, doc. Um, inside. Doctor. Ah, hello. I thought the uh, the front desk said that you'd uh, you'd got back from lunch. We had um, some delicious Greek food. I, I'm sure that if I'm not sure if you like Greek, I know you like Italian. Mm. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. There's, there's been, I think there's mention of a Greek place nearby that I keep meaning to go have a look at. So yeah, I'll have, I'll have to do that sometime. Anyway, I, I thought I'd just give you a um, heads up. Um, there's a meeting, a briefing going to be called in the next uh, half an hour um, up, right. on the, up on the seventh floor. So if you are able to join us then, that, that would be, uh, that'd be great. All right. Regarding All right. that, um, regarding that uh, transmission that I they showed uh, you listened to um, a little while back that's right most intriguing yes yeah um, yes intriguing hmm. but anyway yes if you can uh, yeah, join me up on the seventh floor that that would be uh, that'd be great yeah uh, as he right. starts to move out you can give me psychology rolls no no fail no yeah. No. You know what? Um, oh, sounds like everyone's failed so far. So. Actually, hang on, Connor. You let me check mine because I know you've only got a little bit left. Um. Yeah, I'll spend the three luck to pass. Oh, you only spend three luck? Yeah, I'm going to save you because I know you're pretty close to thirty. Yeah, but I mean, you you, you have a seventy nine psychology, so you're all one hundreds. Yeah, no, okay, I'll, yep. I'll definitely, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll spin the three luck to pass. No problem. In which case, then, everyone else maybe thinks it's just his mannerisms. But you're fairly sure that something, I mean, that, that pause where he was thinking, like, yeah, interesting, yeah. No, some, something's troubling him. But, yeah, he's, def he's definitely upset by something. Um, I'll oh. wait for him to, to leave. Okay, well, as he's leaving, I'm going to try to put my hand on his shoulder 
and walk him out. Okay. Now, now I'm going to say something to him in the hallway. Yeah, you're, you're kind of on one side. Johnny's by uh, by the door as you um, as you're heading out. But yeah, you're able to you're able to escort him without any issue. Right. So I want to say something to him in the hallway. Mm -hmm. um, do we want to do their scenes? Or I'll, well, I'll just say. So I put my hand and I, I lower my voice a little. And I say, you know, Doc, um, we were in the lab earlier, mm -hmm. and Needham uh, went by uh, down the hall to where the Queen is staying. Oh. They had like a really big row. Is there some animosity between them? Um, that unease becomes a little bit more blatant, and he looks around just to make I, sure. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. You know, prying. But uh, our guest is taking exception to some of the questions that uh, Mister Meaden's been asking. Oh, well, you know. Uh, We've gotten kind of close to her. Maybe there's something you'd like us to ask. We can uh, we can work it into a conversation, maybe in a less direct manner. Well, this is uh, oh, it's knowing about the context of what we what we want to know from her. That's that's part of the problem. We'd really have right. to we'd have to bring you up to speed on quite a, quite a bit of things. Yeah, I mean, I can see that you're you're nervous about that. I'm, I'm probably asking way too much. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to pry farther. But you know that I'm I'm on your side. I can help you if you if you need me to. Okay, um, well, that's, that's that's much much appreciated. Because we sometimes play chess with her, and you know, conversation. Oh. Okay. Well, if um, if it does happen to come up in conversation, and she starts mentioning, uh, she starts mentioning a. Uh, a facility or particularly a citadel um, we're very interested to know about its security and defense systems and how robust they might be and ways ways to get around them just like another jungle temple or something like that I a volcano temple you could say hmm? yeah. where's that sort of thing well that's partly what we'd like to know as well yeah. uh, whereabouts it is I know she's been She's been looking for it. She went looking for it in the dreamlands for thousands of years. Ah. Oh. All right. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll listen for those words, those keywords. Anyways, try that Greek place out. It's really nice. Yeah, sure. I, I could do with a bit of a pick-me-up at the minute. So are you going to be at the briefing? Yes. Yeah, well, I will be there. All right. I'll see you at the briefing then. Okay. You're good. Yeah. See you then. I'll go back inside. While he was out there discussing that, I introduced uh, Marcelo to Angel because they haven't met yet. Oh, no problem. It's it's my pleasure, uh, Angel, uh, Doctor Volans Marcelo. Oh, well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I did too. What a fascinating hand you have there. Yeah. Did any of your um, you guys oh, notice? Sorry. I I guess we were. Go ahead. Sorry, Magnus. We were just having a cordial conversation. Far be it from you to invoke any mannerisms or any manners towards us, but that's fine. Maybe in that uh, maybe in that uncomfortable pause, you might hear snippets of the conversation outside. 
<laughs> I no, because I was keeping my voice low. Oh, you can have my voice. I wanted to give Doctor Gonzalez the feeling that this is confidential. Mm -hmm. So by this time, I probably come back inside. Well, guys, that was good. Um, I asked him what they were looking for. Basically, I asked him, told him about the row that we had with the with the Queen, and what that might be about. And he said that yes, they want information from her concerning the the defenses and powers of this citadel. Uh, oh wait, I'm keeping this really low, but I'm, maybe we'll talk about this later. But they want I to know about think... the defenses of the citadel, right? And I'm like, but they don't know location. But they don't think she does either. Wouldn't a facility? That, that she, well, yeah. And I, I just keep for you to stay quiet. That she was searching for it in the dreamlands and apparently wasn't able to find it. So we don't know what's going on. But why do they want to know about the defenses? I don't know. It's some, some significant thing. Obviously, it's something that they find significant. But he's going to, I think he's going to fall into the trap of trusting them. They haven't used anything like triadidine or scopolamine to get the truth out of her? We don't know what their biology is like, Doc. What works on us might not work on him, on her. Anyways, we've got a briefing in about uh, 20 minutes. I'm going to sit in the corner of the lab and take out that uh, manuscripts I had pilfered and continue reading them every every moment I get, but in the back. So if somebody walks in, they don't see me with them. I'm going to take Doc Masello over and I'm going to give him um, two defensive weapons, uh, the ants and the spiders. Um, the ants are basically... Uh, it's a little bag of call traps. Um, they're about an inch. Uh, they're pointed on four sides. And if you step on them, they actually open up inside you. So they really rip a hole. Oh. Uh, if, you're, if you're running from somebody, you toss those behind you. And they're going to be seriously wounded. And the other thing is oh. the spider. You hold it like this. And you push the button on the top and throw it behind you. And it shoots out little microfiber wires that lodge in the walls and make a kind of net so that if somebody's following you it rings its neck on the oh dear Audie I'm a doctor not a ninja what? what's wait a ninja till <laughs> wait till you see what we uh, have come across yeah oh, when you're running away from something oh it's my. easy to toss something behind you so you well, wear these oh. like this and I, I clip them onto his belt and I give him the bag just remember they're there. We'll need to go over this one more time just so I can get the good old use of this thing. But thank you. You got flamethrowers and, and, and net guns, but you're not ready for that yet. Oh my goodness. I like I like non-killing weapons mostly. Just where are we going? I don't know. We're gonna find out in the briefing. Let's go. I wonder what Mr. Egan wants. 
Oh, at the Citadel now. I think that we know what they want. At least one one level. We know that the Yigians despise the Ennanite. They want us to help them get rid of the Ennanite. That's what our last missions have been about. And the inner night is the other one of the factions you've mentioned before. These right. these serpent snake people. Faction right. within a faction. They're they're the faction that worships this Sathagua, this dark elder god that lives looks like an evil frog. They seem to employ very violent and horrible things. Most likely they want world domination and to get rid of all the humans. So I think we're at least a little bit on the side. Sort of. Well, so they were, Megum had a book in his study, mm -hmm. and he was researching, there are some spells associated with what it seems like from when I was looking at this book with this place, this volcano citadel. I'm not sure exactly what that spell would entail, but I, I mean... I, I would just prefer that this place just stay lost. Yeah, I like the I like the state of the world the way it is. Well, the, like the, I the said, internet, the internet and 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 Yigians, Caduceus can keep killing each other all they want. Whatever. Thing is, that we've done is. we've done a lot to explore this world in the last fifty years. I'm surprised that if there is such a place, we haven't found it. And maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Maybe we'll get really lucky and it won't even be there. There's not, no such place anymore. Why? Well, After all, what's it been? They've looked for it for thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years and haven't found it. Hear me. So maybe it's not there. Of course, we just found out that Atlantis actually existed too. Just found out about the dream world. We just found out about many, many things. And I think, my friends, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Well, you were mentioning there's there's creatures from other worlds. This, this sounds like it's it could go on indefinitely. I show you some of the sketches I've been doing from uh, the stuff we've we've met. We also only know what they've been telling us. Yeah, but maybe the they're feeding thought, us all the line. The night gaunts, the blah blah blah. You know. Yeah, we have seen some weird shit. My God. And I can tell you everything that I've drawn here, we've seen with our eyes or touched with our hands. I think, Doc, don't be surprised. Oh, I am not. I, I thought things could not get much worse than the Great War. Some but... of this shit is pretty damn scary, but it's real. It's not, it's not, it's, it's something you can fight. We we had these horrible, horrible, horrible creatures, but we found out they were flammable. So they can burn. They're not magic. They're just things. Right, Johnny? I would love to see one of their bodies and do some research on it if, if time avails at any time. Doctor, I'm... Gerhard, don't you have some in a vial? Oh, I have two types of poison. I have some flesh from a 
Oh, what was that? So the um, formless spawn. Yes, yeah. thank you. Extraordinary. Oh, I have, and then I have this spiderweb-looking armor that I have. I pull out of my pocket. Like, okay. Oh, we better get to that briefing. In fact, Magnus dove down the gullet of a hundred-foot snake. Oh. Now that you mention Magnus, you have a look around, and he's not there. What the fuck? I hope he heard. We have a meeting in five minutes now. Uh, just to check, because there are a few, just a few messages flying around. Um, did Johnny notice the reply to the roll? No, you did get it. Good. I'm just going to hold on to that for a bit. Well, we don't really have time to fight Magnus now, so. So I grab my uh, trusty notebook, two pens, and I'm ready to go in. Remember, uh, Marcelo, mum's the word. Oh, I'm not speaking on anything. All ears. Well, at least these conversations. You could speak all you want in the briefing, but not this. I understood. Shall we go? Yeah, I've got to stop by the restroom on the way up, though. That Greek food's not sitting well. Oh, all right. But I'll be up there. I'll be on my way. Okay, so it sounds like then the rest of you, bar Johnny, are heading to the uh, the meeting room. So you can swing by the uh, so the little hero's room without any dif uh, without any difficulty. Uh, you are alone in there. I'm just going to go in a stall, close the door, mm -hmm. take out his pen, use my ooh, let's see, 18 on 98. That's an extreme. 18 on 98. And okay. Let's see. Four. 1d6 plus. What was it? It's 1, 1d6 plus 4 magic. Is that? I'm yep. going to learn it. Yeah, there we go. Those are my two. And then, for how long do I need to be? One. Oh, you, you do it pretty quick then. Yeah, that was, that was a decent one that time. Right. Um, because you got an extreme, I'm going to throw in uh, an opportunity to learn something else about him. Um, you can give me a psychology roll. Definitely not my strong suit. 22 on 10, uh, 12, I'll burn 12 luck to bring it in. Okay, right, so you grab hold of it. You see him frantically and quite feverishly working away uh, at writing up notes. Uh, he sat at a desk with lots of photos around him of what looked to be tablets and other handwritten notations as well. And he seemingly, he's, he's been using the pen most recently to, to write up these accompanying notes which are going alongside um, all this information here. But you're getting a lot of feeling of what could only really be described as fanaticism. Um, he is someone that is very passionate about what he believes and the, the faith he has. Um, he is someone that doesn't, well, 
is it faith when you're confronted with physical evidence of what you could think of as the divine? So, it's, for instance, would someone still have faith in God if they had met God? That's the kind of level of um, fanaticism you're getting here. Um, to such an extent that because it's such a potent uh, feeling, you can get an idea of his current, say, state of mind. Um, I'm going to drop that mechanically to you in a note so you get an idea of what, uh, what that represents. There you go. Right. Am I able uh, to pick up what God he's, uh, like what God he feels he's seen? Okay. I've sent you that message. Yeah. Right. So you're so now as you're heading up there, you're. This is for the rest. You get to the seventh floor, and find that there's actually as you get open, um, the elevator doors open. There's a distinctly different presence here um, there are armed guards which are around the lobby uh, they gonna do a quick head count um, you can see that Magnus is already there hmm. um, that's uh, seemingly waiting for the uh, the rest of you to arrive um, where, where were you I had to run an errand yeah you gotta stop leaving like that you're not gonna hear the whole conversation If Connor will fill me in later, what I need to know. And you're only waiting maybe minute, two minutes max, uh, waiting for follow up. And I presume then Johnny is heading heading up to the meeting. Yep. Yep. Sorry. In which case, then other elevator comes up, doors open, and you're all together. You see that one of the guards is doing a quick head count to make sure that everyone's here. And one of them steps forward, says, so this is, uh, who does he address? Oh, um, he actually looks at Gerhardt and then says, so this is uh, all the members of your team? Is every, everybody's here with us now, right? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. In which case, if you'd like to, uh, to follow me, Mr. Medium is waiting to, uh, waiting to give you your briefing. Okay. Right. And you are marched down the corridor towards the large meet, uh, the large boardroom meeting room that you've been to before. Um, four guards either side, and so shown in in procession to the door. Um, inside there are three people which you've uh, you've met before. Yep, we have Joshua Meadham on the left. Uh, we have the Man Mountain bodyguard in the middle. And Dr. Gonsalves on the right. Uh, they sat on one side of the um, this large oval desk. Um, Medium himself is sat there, looking quite, quite proud, quite authoritarian. There's definitely the, oh, the overarching feeling that this this man is a very comfortable in this setting. That he's this this is his domain that the businessman in him still shines through even now that he's uh, taken on a much different role in life. But he gestures for you to to sit down. There's a faint smile on his lips as he does so. He says, "Please, gentlemen, please sit, sit. We want to get this underway and uh, probably get this issue resolved fairly quickly." 
it's nice to finally meet you. Indeed, yes, I understand we haven't had the uh, pleasure of meeting as his eyes just land on Johnny for a second and then very quickly go back to uh, back yourself. Yes, yes, I, um, I don't normally uh, deal with briefings in person. I normally have the likes of uh, Dr. Gonsalves here uh, take care of that for, uh, for the majority uh, the majority of cases. But this is, a, this is a case that I've taken particularly a personal interest in. So, hence I thought I'd come down and do this in person. But please, first, first of all, though, I like to get to know the people I'm dealing with. Um, you're the uh, the group that dealt with the uh, the problem in Borneo recently, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Ah, good, good. And he looks around. Also, Bolivia. Yes, indeed. The uh, the situation with uh, our current guest. Yes. Although his eyes then focus on Marcelo. But I don't believe you were part of those part of those operations. You're a uh, a new addition to this team. Oh, that is correct. I've been working in the uh, labs, the medical research facility here, um, for the last couple of weeks and uh, working currently on two different serums. It's absolutely fantastic. We're stopping influenza at stage two, it looks like. This, this halting could- I would have placed a, a, a hand on Marcelo's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually old colleagues. Oh yes, I too. can vouch for him. And our team lacked a physician. It just seemed like the right fit. No, that's always a always a good thing to have out in the field. Although uh, we've uh, heard reports, not we. He turns and looks at the man mountain and chuckles at that. Uh, but now I have heard uh, some of the reports that have come out of Borneo that um, it's nice to have a team that are willing to be able to push the button and know that when a situation is not able to be saved, that you can. Uh, Employ a scorched earth policy to make sure that no one, uh, no one else becomes threatened. Just so that we are completely clear, the Fumalhat bomb was damaged in the airplane crash, and it was going to go off. We simply got as many out as we could before it. But came of off. course, if the situation was dire and the device was operational, we normally, would have we used still it. would have used it. Yeah. And we ensured it was in the exact right location at the right time. Good, good. We don't yeah. play games. <laughs> no, no, I'm very, I'm very glad to hear it. Um, at the mention of games, he does again. His glance does flicker over to Johnny, and then looks, uh, looks back at you. So, let's get down to business. I understand that Dr. Gonsalves has already played a recording for you. Um, of a broadcast that's been coming out of um, Oklahoma, uh, particularly from the offices of a radio station in um, Oklahoma City. Yes. Uh, we've Bingham. been... Yes, indeed. Uh, the small town of Bingham. We've been looking or uh, examining this recording for a little while now, and it seems from from what we're able to tell, that a small group of people, at least we're hoping it's people, 
uh, have started to promote worship of Yig, the, uh, the father of snakes. They seem to be using the guise of the Christian church to, uh, to operate in the open. I don't want to take a heavy-handed approach with this, at least not to begin with, but this must have happened for a reason. Now, if it is the inner night, this is a new tack for them, uh, tactic for them completely. We need to understand what's going on, what their end goal is, and just what, what the point of this is. So, I want you, and he looks between all of you as, as the group, I want all of you to go down there, find out what's going on, find out what caused this, and keep in, keep in touch with me on a, I'm going to say daily basis. I want updates on this fairly regularly, just so that if it is the inner night, and they do act, I want to have everything that you know to be in the loop. Of course. Am I to understand that you suspect, I don't presume to know what you suspect, but it seems that you suspect that the inner night may be luring gig worshippers to a central location for some nefarious purpose? The underlying effect of the broadcast is, as far as we're able to tell, drawing people to the town. There must be a reason for that. All right. May I ask your take on the Yigians, the ones who worship Yig? You know, he shrugs. Compared to the Inner Knight, they don't represent a threat. That's kind of the impression that we did get as well. Where, where... Would you think it would be possible to recruit Yigians to fight the Inner Knight? Can they well, be potential ally is my question it depends ultimately who's behind this I and mean, if they're just if they're just human then i don't see i don't see what what use they could be um I mean, human worshippers of yig that's a that's a bizarre concept um you can all give me psychology roles at that about to say 44 is a pass Oh, three. Oh, nice. Ah. Out of um, ten, though. <laughs> regular pass. Still a hard pass. Okay. Uh, it's going to go for those uh, to those that got hard or better. Uh, particularly because he tries to hide it. Uh, Gonsalves gets very awkward at the mention of uh, human worshippers of Yig uh, and the kind of derogatory uh, stance that Canning take uh, not Canning uh, that Meadham takes on that, and you can see he, he flinches slightly, and yeah, he seems a little bit hurt by that. Yeah. Sure, it's not our card. It's so yeah, precisely. It's, it's it's a serpent person god, and it should stick with the serpent people. I I meant to ask some of those questions of Doctor Gonsalves in private, but I haven't. Haven't had the chance yet. Maybe while we're here, we we understand there are three different deities here that we're dealing with, and uh, we've got Yig, we've got Sathokua, and we've got Gatanathoa, um, and we're aware that there are Yig worshippers and there are 
to thug you while worshippers. Are there any Katanathoans left other than the queen that you know of? He he draws in a breath as he thinks and kind of shakes his head. We think it's a religion that's died out a long time ago. Certainly possible, considering she's been asleep for so long. We, we haven't come across any others. And do you want us, if, if possible, to serve as a diplomatic mission to the Yigians to approach them and ask them questions and tell them we're not here to hurt them? Needham jumps back in at this point as well. Depending on what your reports are to me, that uh, when you found out what's going on, we can we can make that call once we know what the situation is. We All can right. uh, we can reevaluate once we know exactly what's going on. So okay. it seems fairly straightforward. Yeah. What can are we, we leaving? Get maps of uh, the town. Do you know yep. law enforcement? Uh, any information we can have on the town? We've got a little bit. Um, in fact, he does actually slide a, um, he opens a folder and slides a map across to you. And this is the town of Bingham. So it is northwest of Oklahoma City. Um, it's about, it's definitely over 50 miles. It's a bit of a hike out from, uh, from Oklahoma City. Um, there's a number of key points that he's marked on there, um, particularly the likes of the, the First Church of Christ the Redeemer. Um, but otherwise, it has your normal kind of small town locations. Um, they do have a saloon, uh, mostly a hangover from pro, um, pre-prohibition days. So whether they do actually uh, serve booze or not there, well, they shouldn't do, put it that way. But yeah, that's it's a fairly well, standard now. Population, rough estimate. Uh, probably not that much now. Um, one of the things, well, actually, Medium does say, uh, we understand being in the uh, in the Dust Bowl, a lot of the population has moved away in recent months and right. well, over the last year year or so. Um, large parts of the town are deserted, but we've seen that there are handfuls of people going uh, being drawn to the town as say as a result of this broadcast that's been sent out over the airways right those they're, are susceptible enough that they are coming they're in the middle of a famine there aren't they well yeah, it is the, it is the dust bowl as uh, as it's the media has taken to calling it so yeah lots of the former crops around the area have failed um it's just turning to sand and dust out there now so those, those that are left behind must be making their making their livings by uh different methods now. How are we going to get that fly? That is completely up to you. Um, they do have a train um, train line, so you can take the train down there if you wish, or if you wanted to be a bit more mobile, then we certainly won't stop you driving down there. We'll give you plenty of time to uh, to get there. Looks it's, like the train actually comes to that town, huh? Yeah, there, there is a train line. Airplane might go to Oklahoma City, and then we'd have to find transportation. That might be a lot harder than actually just taking the train there. The train might give us some time to uh, prepare for, prepare mentally for the journey. Give mm -hmm. us a day or two, I think in two days, to... Um, right, we'll, we'll, we will take the train. Yeah. It's most cost-effective. Yeah, I agree. 
Okay. Oh, you understand there is a hotel, uh, the Bingham Hotel, where you can stay. Um, right. Otherwise, I believe the... Um, oh, he turns to Gonsalves. Wasn't there mention of some uh, the rooms available at the, uh, the saloon as well? Uh, he shakes his head and Gonsalves says, I, I believe there's a couple of different places that you, you could stay in Bingham from what our research tells us. Right. So you'll, have, you'll have options. Dr. Gonsalves, uh, a quick question, sir, if you have just a moment. Yes, yes. Before we head out, do you have any, uh, is anyone working on the serpent people anatomy and their, their nerves and tendons and muscle structure? Uh, this would be, it's a fascinating subject to be studying here and we need to have somebody on this. We have done some work on this, uh, mainly to help develop weaponry, obviously, that uh, would target the, uh, the serpent people more, more effectively. Um, we can provide some of that doc some of that documentation to you. But if obviously if you uh, if you find a member of the Inner Knight out there, we certainly won't object to you bringing him back and having a first-hand experience. Oh, wonderful! And I now, cannot wait. Just don't let Connor get to him. Oh, if you could just leave one alive, Connor, that would be most helpful. That's a lot to ask. Uh, <laughs> well, mostly alive. Question. Um, I Oh, go, 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 go. Um, so part of this, uh, Mr. Megan, is you want us to um, uh, really find out the situation to see if these are really Yigian worshippers or if they are internet and what's their purpose. Um, I think that's something that would greatly help us in this effort because um, I'm not familiar with snake people religion. I You might find that surprising, but um, I I don't. So, mm -hmm. would you be able to give us just a quick crash course here about how we could go about distinguishing what to expect from Yig worshippers? A little bit more about their religious practices, um, how they differ from the differ from the internet, and maybe a bit of guidance on distinguishing between the two. Mm -hmm. And I would oh. like to piggyback off of that. I'm the linguist for the group, and if there's any sort of um, Nakal writing that I could study to better learn the language. I would like to study on the way. Well, we do have some copies of, or at least a copy of, some of the Gospels of you um, in the in the archives. Um, I'm sure Doctor Gonzalez can uh, dig those out for you and make and make those available. Um, as for telltale signs, well, the obvious one is that they will refer to the God by name. That they will. Also, be offering their their praises, their devotions um, to Yig, and they will do so by name. Uh, they will look upon him as a father figure. Um, in some ways, it might resemble certain branches of Christianity, but just with a with a different name on it. Um, they may well have incantations that they will recite in Nikal, depending on what. Um, what sources that they've been exposed to already. So the, the easiest sign I can give you is the fact that if they mention him by name, then that's a big clue in this, uh, big clue to begin with. And so the internet wouldn't refer to Yig as Yig? They wouldn't, they wouldn't refer to Yig at all. They would worship their, uh, their own despicable being, um, either the force of darkness, he who lives and dwells in the dark, the, uh, 
the great Sir Thog were. You, you can see the disdain or hear the disdain in his voice as he's so, described. I want to do another psychology check, getting him talking about the Yigian religion. Okay. I just want to see if he is more of coming from like a a scholarly kind of point of view, like a um, you know, like a theologian okay. kind of acad- have... academic type of, or is it like personal admiration? Almost? Yeah. Vendetta. Yeah. Give me that role. Oh five, extreme success. Um, there's a little bit of both there. But he has a very personal stake in this. Yeah, he's speaking a lot from experience, you think? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Doc, have you come up with any telltale signs to show that somebody's a snake and not a human with a snake with a or a snake with a human skin? We heard something about shadows, but I'd sure like something that I could put in a spray bottle and squirt on them and they turn purple and I'd know that they were snakes. That would be fantastic. Well, it all, uh, this is medium again. Um, there's various different ways that serpent people hide in plain sight. Um, there's obviously the most, as you referred to uh, shadows, that's the, probably the most common method. Um, it's one that we always advise keeping a look at, uh, keeping a lookout for, definitely. Um, but yeah, there are many other ways. Um, the Inanite fancy a more brutish method of actually taking the skin off a corpse and then wearing it themselves and being able to to fashion and to um, manipulate it in such a way that it almost then becomes theirs. But it's a very quick and dirty way of do, uh, of doing it. Now, is that exclusive to the internet only, or would any lizard snake person do that method? I think it's a method that's more favoured by the internet, but it's not that it's exclusive to them. Others can do that, but others. Are you, also su- can... are you oh, suggesting God. then that there are other ways that they can maybe hypnotise people into seeing something that's not really there? Well, there's, say, there's the method of eating, eating the person you want to become, to literally consume their likeness. Um, But from discussions also we've had with uh, our guest, apparently she has a different way of doing it. So there are, as uh, the saying goes, there are more ways of skinning a cat. Well, since we might be walking into the den of the beast, what is that third method? I think it's a method which has been lost very much to to time, but you would you would almost certainly know it that if she touched you and her handprint was left there for well left there you you'd see what I mean that you wouldn't have that much long longer to live. Mm. But as I say, I think this is a method that's been lost to uh, to time. It's also one that I think a great many serpent people would, uh, would probably kill to get their hands on again. You stopped us uh, at shadows. What else can you... Is there any other telltale signs? How about blood? Blood is another, is another way. Um, causing enough harm to actually draw blood um, would be a good one um, because it would break the visage. Um, it's 
it's partly a psychic projection. So being able to cause them harm, draw blood, etc. A, the blood would look very different, um, as you would have almost certainly already seen. Um, but yes, causing causing damage, he nods to Magnus. Um, that's a particular specialty of yours and your brother's, I understand. <laughs> we actually saw that with Shapiro, remember? And in Bolivia? Bolivia, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once Shapiro was damaged, he didn't look like Shapiro anymore. By lost, um, do serpent people take off after uh, after actual snakes themselves? Like, do they have similar sort of? Do they need to shed? You know, do they have forked tongues? And depending on the breed. Uh, there are different serpent uh, serpent people subspecies depending on what uh, genus of snake they originate from. Mm. So certain will have they'll have different characteristics. Say constrictors will be different to say more poisonous snakes. So some will have fangs, some will have very different fangs. Some will have uh, particularly rapid movement or reflexes. Others not mm. so much. So you're but, saying that they're actually derived from species of snakes? All the other way around. So there are there are subspecies of serpent person, definitely. So if we study different types of snakes, we might learn ways of killing a serpent person. One of what one of the things our researchers in our labs downstairs have been doing for quite some time. Well we'd like I to I understand really... that bullets kill them quite fine. They also work. <laughs> I'm most interested in finding more about that, what what chemicals to use with them for various effects. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been very generous with giving us whatever information we need. And we, If we're going to get out to uh, Oklahoma, that's cool. But yeah, we'd like to continue when we get back to study everything. We hope to be an asset to your company and mm-hmm. learn everything I, we can about these people. I assume our expenses will be taken care of. Oh, money's no issue. Definitely. Just thank you. <laughs> well, well, guys, what are we going to leave in the morning? Yeah, before, oh. we, before we leave, the, um, Mr. Meadham. He turns slowly and looks at you. Yes. Doesn't ring a bell at all, huh? I think we're done here. Um, he gets up off the gets up from his chair immediately. Uh, I'm going to call for a roll for the man Mountain as he glares at Johnny. So can you give me a your choice of psychology or charm? I better do a charm. Shit. Uh, Ninety-five on sixty. Okay, his uh, intimidate then does. Uh, come across as particularly potent again. Um, Canning, the man, uh, the, well, the man Mountain, just glares at you and just keeps his eyes locked on you as Meadham walks out and then he follows behind. Uh, Gonsalves just sits in the chair very, very still and waits until the boss has left the room. My God, that's a big guy. I have large guy. arteries. What's 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 that guy's name? Uh, Gonzalez is the only one in the room now. Oh, that would be um, Mr. Canning. Um, that would be Mr. Meadham's bodyguard. 
Irish? Uh, I believe he is a very private individual. Uh, I'm not too sure exactly of his, uh, his descent. I'd say he's a pretty damn good bodyguard from the size of him. I wouldn't go anywhere near me. Now, does he work up at does he work at the estate with him or no? He kind of cocks his head slightly. Uh, yeah, I believe he he's with Mister Meadham at all times. Mm. No, oh. just out loud. Sorry, let me interrupt, Johnny. You're going to say something. You know, the more I I read about Yig and hear about it, I find it extremely intriguing. Like. I don't know. And I just kind of, I'm trying to plant a seed here. Our keeper, out of interest, how long was that meeting, would you say? Pretty much as long as it's taking to play out. Okay, 20 minutes. Okay, cool. Now, a question for the keeper also. Do we get paid? Like, we get a paycheck or salary or something? or? Yeah, you, you'd get definitely a, they wouldn't refer to it as a salary, but they would definitely say you are compensated. Right, okay. Uh, for, your, for your time. Probably have an expense and, and and Gerhard's so concerned about the money. <laughs> I know. It's all, it's all about the money for you, not about the knowledge. We knew your true self would come no, out. No, I, I need to put an order in with the bookshop guy, and I wanted to drop a decent amount of cash off for him because I want him to try and find me Mythos books because it seems like um, Caduceus doesn't want any type of Mythos in our hands. So I'm going to try and go the black market route. Mm. Well, your uh, your friend there, uh, got his name now, uh, Lester. That's it. The uh, bookstore owner. Yeah. Um, he seems to be able to get his hands on some stuff. I, I was gonna like give him about three hundred dollars. That's why. Oh to my god. Fifty dollars for him, just for his trouble, and the oh. two fifty to put. Money doesn't mean anything to me. It's it is all about mm -hmm. the knowledge. But it's the depression. I think that would break some wheels. <laughs> wow. Um, by the way. Uh, legit mythos. Is, he's, I, I explained to him kind of sort of what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because not with knowledge, you can gain anything. Money is a piece of paper. I think we can, um, yeah, we can have a scene about that when, when the time yeah. comes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just figured that way when, by the time hopefully I get back from, if I get back from Oklahoma, mm -hmm. I, he would have already had what a X amount of time to be hunting it down. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, Dr. Gonzalez. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I'm going to shoot a glance over to Bagnus and I say, well, let's make sure that we're all do are planning for this trip together. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, Dr. Gonzalez, a couple of questions. I mean, we've yeah. been discussing things, obviously, on our own. Um, we were, when we recovered... Uh, Queen Tyrannis from the giant pyramid in Bolivia. There were a number of artifacts with her. There was a scepter. There was a, there was, there was a, the uh, whatever you'd call them, the uh, the implements of her station as queen. But the crown was missing. Sadly, all, lacking. 
Yes. It's all in our report. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of troubled as to how the crown could be missing if nobody had gotten into that chamber. And what's the significance of the crown? Does that make her queen? We have a couple of theories as to how it could have gone missing. Um, the cobra crown is a an ancient relic amongst a certain people, and it has particular uses rather than just being a a symbol of station. Same as the other things, yeah. Yes. Uh, together, the the crown and the scepter have a very useful effect. Uh, I mean, the crown itself has useful effects on its own anyway, but uh, how much have you, have you read about some of the other races that are out there? I mean, does uh, did the legal ring any bells? Which one? The legal. The legal. The, I don't think I've run across that yet. Okay. Um, they are another, well, at least in one of their forms anyway, um, another serpent-like race. And considering the effects of the scepter being able to um, bring forth those of a serpentine nature, uh, the crown can read the minds and control other such entities. Oh. And we believe that because the legal, uh, as a race, this is this is tarring a lot of them with the same brush, uh, also somewhat aligned to Gatanathoa, we believe they sided with the elder things when the attack was launched on the or was, la- uh, was launched on the Citadel in particular. And the Elder Things were those creatures that you said, mentioned lived in in the cold wastes of Antarctica? That's where we believe they originally landed, but they did have cities all across the uh, the southern continent. And this uh, is different This is different than the ones you said were the the Amigos? Uh, the uh, the Migo, oh. the, uh, the fungi from Yogov. Yeah, we believe that if anything, Gatanathoa may have been brought to Earth by Migo. That's one theory. Um, so, but what, the, uh, the, hmm? so what did the Elder Things, why did they attack the Citadel? Why would they care? Because of various, well, we think it may have been diplomatic disputes. We may think that it's because of some of the research that was taking place there. Maybe some of the word got out as to what the... Uh, what the, the inhabitants of the Citadel were planning to do. Um, they were um, hmm, quite extreme in some of their views and what they wanted uh, certain person technology to do. Doc, could this all be misconstrued by us? Like they've turned living creatures into gods over the centuries. Because when you say that the Miko may have brought Katanathoa, it sounds like they're bringing something. And the father of serpents, he seems more like a something, not a not a god in the sense of, you know, as Christians think of gods. Hmm. Well, again, there's, there's rumor and conjecture that Yig didn't originate on Earth either. That you came to Earth and was the progenitor of the serpent person race. Other sources say that he came to Earth after certain people were here. Others say that he was a serpent person and just rose above the rest. But there's 
enough evidence to suggest that he is a being of godlike power. So you've learned all this by stuff that's up in that library. And some of the other material that's in uh, Mr. Meaden's possession. We, um, he does keep some material fairly close to his chest. Because he has some private stuff. Yes. Is, he, is it just precious or is he afraid that, well, I, I guess we would never know. Yeah, I think the answer is yes on both counts. Uh, well, the more that we can understand, the more that we can help. Exactly. I, I would devour any of those books if given a chance to read them. There's a lot of books. I have a lot of time. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's some of it we can take with us. Nothing too precious. Or at least copies. Photostatic copies. Exactly. This is paramount information for us to be successful on our mission. I, I can dig out some research notes on the likes of the Cobra Crown, um, a little bit on what we have of uh, knowledge of Katanapoa. It's, it's, it's bits and pieces, but it's, it'll provide some reading material. Yes, definitely the Katanapoa. Please. All right. Yeah, so we're going to get ready. I think that we're going to try to leave. Well, we probably have to book the train. Yes, uh, there won't be that many trains that head through there. It's not as if it's a uh, particularly thriving metropolis. Um, by how you want to report back to uh, to Mr. Medium on a daily basis, um, we can have... either provide you with a radio or with, um, similar to what you had in Bolivia, or you can use the phone. You, we give you the radio, it's a bit more secure. I think the radio, because the operator is... Yeah, I don't mind carrying the radio if, if, if you guys want us to take a radio. Okay. Doctor, do you speak Nakal? Ah, yes, I have a fairly fairly good understanding of the language. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I, I, and then I speak a little to him. Mm-hmm. I'm just learning, but I would always, you know, value uh, a lesson or two. Okay. Uh, what's your score in... 30. Uh, 30, and I have a bonus dice because of my profile power. That is true. Uh, just checking kind of comparable what his level is versus, versus yours. Yeah, he, he nods and uh, he smiles. Yes, it's um, he, he gives you a couple of little tweaks on pronunciation, but you're yeah, you're pretty close. Excellent. Well, it's good to know I have someone to uh, practice with, and I reach out my hand uh, to shake his hand. Yeah, he he shakes it tentatively. <laughs> right. Um, unless you have any uh, requests for any other particular equipment or anything like that then um, i'll leave you to it i mean you're, you're fairly confident this isn't the first rodeo if there's if there's anything in particular you would like me to, to brush up on as far as technical manuals on some of the other equipment you have uh got a photographic memory uh so even if they're ponderous i could take them with me nobody would be able to understand them except me yeah yeah um i'll see what i can dig out um I can think of one thing I know that would be uh, fairly helpful if you to have a brush up on it. But yeah, we can. Um, I can right. put something in your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Doctor, mm-hmm. uh, we heard Mr. Meadham's 
assessment about the Yigians. Just curious what your opinion is on them, their their religious practices, how if there was any further insight you could give us to identify them. Mm-hmm. Always like a second opinion. Uh-huh. Always go to the medical profession, yeah. Um, he is a benevolent god. He doesn't see any, he doesn't have any malicious intent to humanity unless they attack him. So my, my, my angle on this would be that A, if they are just normal people like you or I that have found Yig, go easy on them. That they aren't, they aren't the enemy. And if Yig, for whatever reason, has blessed them or shown them some piece of his power, then don't anger the god. You'll only... You only be at risk if you if you anger him. Is there something I don't know? You know, people have religions have sort of catchphrases. Is there something that we could say if we got into a scrape and the Yigians were pinning us down? Something that we could say to say, we're not on, we're not your enemies. You know, we're not ignorant. Your enemies. Oh. Something you know, all hail Yig or. Yes, um, he recites a passage, or very not a passage, even just a, it's just two or three words um, in Nikal, which those of you that have got more than ten percent already will recognise. Basically, in Nikal as being praised be to you. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I see you're getting a good handle on the pronunciation as well. So. I'm getting there. <laughs> And now I um, say to him in Nakal, I say, uh, Yig is one to be admired. And I give him a little nod, and I just go about my business. Yeah, he, he smiles. <sighs> right, I say, I'll, I'll get on arranging a radio for you, but if there's anything else you need, please just give me a shout. Um, if you're planning on heading off tomorrow, swing by the office here to pick up some stuff before you head to the train station. Um, otherwise, I will leave it in your capable hands to uh, to do what you wish from here. Excellent. Gerhard's going to go up to your library. <laughs> right, um, what do you say? Chuckles and gets up and so gives you a nod and heads on out. Um, he does uh, stop briefly at the doorway, turns back to, to Johnny and says... Um, just in case you didn't get the um, get the heads up I gave the others before, um, bringing up family is a bit of a sore issue with the boss. Just bear oh, that in mind. That makes sense. Now I now I understand why the um, the big guy keeps giving me the stink eye. He he'll pro- he'll get over it, but well. He might, he might not ever get over that issue, but he'll get over you bringing it up. So, yeah, just um, yeah, just, just bear that in mind. Um, as, then he, he, as soon as he turns around, I'm just going to chuck his pin in the floor. 
I'm say, uh, Dr. Gonzalez. Yeah. You dropped your pen. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, turns around, picks it up. So and then put, puts it back in his back back in his pocket. Yep, yep, yep. And once you are alone. Once he's once he's out of earshot, I'm just gonna lean in. That dude is batshit crazy. Yeah, he loves. He's a big time gig fanboy. Loves the guy as if he's seen him, and he knows more about Yig than pretty much anybody else. I, I would imagine he knows big Yig, big Yig fan. So you um, think it's hubris? Then he's just sure that we're not sure do anything. In his mind, he's sure Yig exists. He's sure that he sees him just as if he were walking down the street, passing him, saying hello. Well, it explains why he uh, is spending time around Medium then, since Medium's got a Yig temple out of the estate. Oh, and since, uh, we're on the, since we're on the subject, the uh, the big guy. Let's wait till we're out of the building, please. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's have dinner tonight. Chinese? Where? Again? Chinese. Yeah, Chinese. Sounds lovely. Uh, other than that, we got to pack. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. I will head to the library. Okay, the well, well, actually, the one on the same floor. So the uh, the archive storeroom that you've been to before. Okay. Uh, see if there's anything interesting I could take with me. A quick look, maybe 15, 20 minutes, but then I'm going directly down to see the queen. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, when you get there, that's actually where Gonsalves has gone. <laughs> He's starting to pull together all the um, all the reference material for you to give you an idea of uh, oh, some of your uh, reading material. Um, he does mention of uh, offhand, particularly in uh, relation to Gatanathoa. But the boss has got a particular text I've been um, helping him with, with some annotations on and doing some deciphering for him. Um, the uh, the relay text it does have some interesting notes on the um, the background of Gutanathoa, the sinking of Mu, uh, the continent of Relay, and, and so on. Um, I'll have to get that from upstairs because I think that's uh, one that is, uh, one of the boss keeps in his private collection. But that's Absolutely. that's going to be I think the best source for the uh, for that particular god on your uh, on your notes. Perfect. Thank you very much. And I'm speaking in the cow with him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely conversant. You're you're both pretty much conversationally fluent with it, um, right. given the le- given the level you've got. So if then if he's already collecting that stuff, I have the Yig papers in my bag already. Yes, you do. Um, yeah. he, he does seem to be looking around for them. So <laughs> if, if I can <laughs> pick up on that, if he has the thing open, I'll. Uh, what is this book and put the paper back in gotcha that's why i was going up there that was the main uh, reason going <laughs> okay uh, give me a your choice of sleight of hand or stealth to see if you can pull it off without him noticing uh my oh i have a good uh sleight of hand 19 out of 45. hey which, yep. of hand. in which case yes you uh you do go look the good year blimp at which point uh, slipping it into the uh, the gap on the shelf, 
He says, "Oh yeah, that's uh, he basically said, oh, a particular particular report on uh, on a mission that took place in, and then looks back to the other side uh, the shelf where he thought he'd looked about three times already, and shakes his head, and scratches his temper, can't see the wood for the trees, and goes over and says, "No, oh, here's a set of documents you might find interesting on Yig." Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Once you collected everything else. Bring them to Adi's lab. I'll 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 go down there la later. I'm just gonna use the restroom, freshen up, and uh, I'll appreciate it. And this whole conversation with Macau, and then sure. I'll go down to see the queen. No problem. Right. So while Bob Gerhardt's upstairs in the archive, whereabouts is everyone else going? I think I'm just gonna go to the house and get packed. Okay, so heading home. I'm I'm going to the lab first to get any kind of equipment that I think that I might need and some defensive weaponry. And if I've got a spare net gun, I'll 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 give it later to Dr. Mosello. I'll go with you as well. I want to learn a bit more. I want to become very familiar with what you gave me earlier right. as this is all new to me. Right. So I explained to you that I, I try to focus on weaponry that it is defensive, uh, that it'll stop you from getting killed, but won't necessarily kill the other person. Uh, hence the net gun. You can wrap, wrap a net around them and you can run away. Open I up and stick these them. vials <laughs> of, uh, of uh, toxins and, and uh, tranquilizers. If, if we could find, if you could down the road, find a way to shoot this at high velocity, oh, yeah. to, uh, this would be very helpful. Like a dart gun. Yes, only to use these particular vials that I have a whole selection of and not have them shatter in, in getting to the target, but have them be injected. That would be very helpful. Yeah, we can find a way to do that. Thank you. Um, in fact, I think I could adapt, yeah, I could adapt some of these ants. Now, it's not going to work on everything, but if somebody's running after us and they were to step on the ant, not only would it rip a hole in their foot, but it would also knock them out. Oh, wonderful. We could, we could deploy it with a payload of something to inject. Yeah. Oh. The possibilities. Are I won't be able. I won't be able to get to something like that until after we get back from Oklahoma. Yes, of course. But uh, yeah. All right. That's about it. We'll put our stuff together. If I've, if if uh, Gonzalez gives me any interesting manuals on ray guns or teleporters or things like that, I'd be quite happy to read. Okay. <laughs> um. In fact, give me a luck roll to give me an idea of what kind of stuff you get. Uh, 46. What's my luck? Well, my luck is currently 85, so. Mm -hmm. That's that... the classic. Bend it! <laughs> well, no, yeah. that's, a, that's a success, but I don't <laughs> think it's a hard. Yeah, it's mainly so. It's. Luck doesn't normally have like granulated levels of success. Oh, it's okay. mainly it's whether you succeed or fail, because it's such a fluid thing that goes up and down. 
but yeah, he, he gives you some material to have a look at. Um, it doesn't take you that long of looking through it. Look, uh, it seems that this is a weapons compendium of sorts. Um, definitely this, this is offensive technology. Um, there's some outlines of what look to be the flame pistols that you've already got, the, you know, the snakes that wrap around the arm and then shoot, mm -hmm. uh, shoot flame. They've been doing some degree of, um, not experimentation, but they've definitely been taking them apart and having a look at how they work. So he's asking to fill in some of the blanks that he thinks. Um, this obviously does this, but how does it get to this? Right. Progression of how it works. Uh, he's also left some notes in there of a device that you think it doesn't look like serpent person tech. Um, if anything, it looks more like a diff it looks like definitely alien technology. Something maybe to do with manipulation of some kind of force, potentially gravity. Hmm. And yeah, lastly of all, there's some notes on the, how the uh, how the half drying device is put together. Ah, oh, that's interesting. That's got to have some sort of gate technology involved. Oh yes. And I'm sorry, what do you keep calling it? The a Haftarang device. How's that spelled? Um, H-A-F-T-O-R-A-N-G. Which it relates to one of the royal stars. Oh, okay. The Venons, uh, Tashita, Haftarang, and Satevi from Persian Wisdom. Okay. It relates to the, uh, the star that effectively equates to Omohot. Omohot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is, it is referred to in the documentation as the Haftarang device. Yeah, I'm fascinated to know how that thing works. <laughs> that way next time I can fix it. <laughs> yep, or definitely get an idea of how to, how to use it and how to uh, set it correctly when it isn't damaged. Cool. Okay. Uh, the two Frost Brothers. I'll go back to get gear, but... Um... Where the hell did you go before that meeting? I uh, well, I told you I had um, I had offered some whiskey to to Connors, the quartermaster. So I ran it up to him and um, I asked him a little bit about uh, Joshua Meadham's bodyguard. You know, the walking tree trunk, and uh, I also asked him. Uh, about the warehouses out of Red Hook. He said they ship out a lot of, and I quote, insect repellent. And uh, apparently no one has ever heard um, Canning talk. And he's been with Joshua since the organization started. So he's a mute? Well, not just that. Um, so that meeting we had took about 20 minutes, you'd say? Yeah. Maybe a bit, maybe a bit longer. Cannington blink. Snakes don't blink. He has no hair. On his body whatsoever. Okay, so he so he's a serpent person. What about it? We've well, already we we've done over this. We're, we're no, sure just, that. 
it proves the point that Caduceus, that, I mean, we know Dr. Consolvus now is a follower of Yig. Right, so 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 the, 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 their top circle is Needham, yeah, who may or may not be human, his bodyguard, who is either a serpent a or, a, or a hybrid, yeah. And a man who's has a fanatical religious devotion to a snake god. Yeah, that's who we're working for. And we're going on a mission for them to go follow up against a, bother, a bunch of Yigians that, well, we're pretty sure that's who Caduceus are. I'm just saying we should keep our wits about us, make sure we stock up on all of the stuff we need. None of this humanitarian crap that Adi keeps trying to throw at everyone. If it's, if it's between us and them, I'd much rather us be alive and them have a bullet between their eyes. Right, I'm no... Don't, don't worry. I'm not worried about you and me. <laughs> All right, let's get back. So you're presumably heading back home, packing similar to the likes of uh, Angel and Co. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. In which case, then, as everyone's packing, we'll head back to Gerhardt, then heading downstairs to visit Tyrannish. So you, you head down there. There's there's no guards on the door now. Uh, the door looks to be fully repaired, so the frame looks to be uh, nicely rebuilt, and you can head inside without any issue. Uh, she's obviously excited to see you for one thing, um, and then yeah, just is a little perplexed. So you haven't brought anyone with you? I come in and I go and give her a hug and whisper quietly we're leaving for Oklahoma we I mean, you're, you're taking me with you no the, our whole group is going they're we're leaving almost immediately I don't think there's going to be a way to get you out until we come back this is all in hush hush tones mm -hmm. can you survive another week and then we'll do it as soon as we get back Give me a persuade roll because you can see that she is trying to hold back the, the fact that she's not exactly happy about this. Um, 28 out of 55. It's Ooh. one point shy of a heart. Do you want to spend the one point? Yeah, I'll spend it. Okay. You, you can evidently see that she's not happy. She's not angry at you, but she's angry at the situation. Says, okay, but really don't be long. I've, I do have another way I can potentially get out of here, but it's costly, and I really don't want to pay that cost if I can help do, it. Do you need to kill the, the person, or can you just... But it, I, that's the easy way. I can get out of here. Yes, it costs a life to do it, but there are there is another more costly way that I can do this, but it doesn't involve taking someone's appearance. And if I'm going to be moving around out there, out in the daylight, I'm going to need to look like one of you. I agree. I have no problem with sacrificing one to save. There's just 
so many levels of stuff going on here. Mm. And she can see I'm being honest. I'm not trying to, you know. As, as your role proved, so. Um, why didn't, why would they take just the crown and leave everything else there? That's another thing that, that I'm trying to figure out. My, my guess is that after I'd gone to sleep, before the temple um, was, was descended back into the ground, that's when it was taken. Um, I mean, it's, it's valuable. Someone maybe wanted to use it as a symbol of authority to say, hey, look, you, I'm the person that's in charge now. The queen's gone to sleep. But I don't know where it is. The, from what I can tell from their research here, they've been searching for it for a while as well, and they They've maybe got some lead that it might be in uh, Calcutta somewhere, but Calcutta. Yeah, I heard some. I heard one of them mention that they they'd been searching for it, and some lead had take uh, got them to India, uh, taken them to India. But they're still they're still following up on it. What? Why does Caduceus want you? Do they they want the information on Mu and the volcano? They want what they want information about what we were working on in the citadel because there's more there's there's a lot of things there that that technology could be put to a put to a lot of uses some you, good some really not so good and you and were way, working on it too yeah I, I was one of the scientists that helped develop some of the technology when it was there now pardon me for asking these questions i just i'm trying to put everything together in my head mm -hmm. How did you become queen? Someone had to rise up and try and organize those that fled. Um, to uh, put it in human terms, I had the, uh, the biggest balls amongst those that survived to help try and organize and lead those of us that got out with our, got out with our lives. Uh, I'm gonna do everything I can for you. It's just, we came back in, we were discussing how to get you out and meet him himself called a meeting and now he's sending us somewhere. And I, I explained to her about Oklahoma and the, the device and the, mm -hmm. so we have to take care of that as per Medium's orders. If we go against his orders, he's gonna know, obviously, you know. So is there anything, I mean, I gave you one of the fangs, is there any, I don't think you should use anything unless they're gonna kill you, but when we get back, I'll get you out of here. Just make sure that it's not too long, really. I, the way that their questioning is going, I think that if if I hold back on them too much longer, they're going to want to force it out. What, um, what do you know about Meadham? Why don't you trust him? I don't trust him either, but... I think he has a particular agenda for certain technology that is in that citadel. I think he wants to use something that's there because he's asking very pointed questions. He knows some stuff about what is there. And it's almost like he has first-hand knowledge. First-hand knowledge? But someone, either he has interrogated someone that was there, interrogated one of the other survivors, or, well, as far as I can tell, he's human, but I begin to wonder at times. I don't think he's human. I mean, he's 70 something, and mm. he took that door off the hinges. Yeah. From what I understand, that your, um, your kind tend to weaken 
with age. If even if he's not human, he's magically enhanced or something. I personally don't think he's human at this point. And then I ask her, I explain about the daughter, what happened with the daughter. I don't know if she knows all this. No, she shakes her head at that point. Um, I've heard snippets. Uh, do you know if there is other survivors from your citadel? If they are, I don't know where they are now. Um, if, but it's thousands of years since I've seen any of them. If Meetham has first-hand knowledge, could he have possibly been there? Then why wouldn't he reveal back, that to me? Right. Yeah. Um, one other thing. Uh, crap, it went out of my head. Uh, sorry, I apologize. <laughs> if you... What what is your end goal? Are are I, I'm sorry for asking all this. It's just there's five others involved with this, and I'm trying to get them all on the same page. And they had some concerns. Now, Gatanathoa, uh -huh. do you know of any other survivors or people who worship Gatanathoa that's still out there? Like, like I said, thousands of years since I've seen them. And so I don't know if they are there. When we get you out of here, what is your plan? Find the crown. Open the gate. See if we can open a gate to, uh, to move. Go through. Reclaim what's at the citadel. But beyond that, I. She kind of lays a hand on your on your shoulder. It's not that I don't trust you, but I want to make sure that I'm out of here before. I tell you everything about me. I, I okay. I don't want to know the location. Even do you know the location? Don't tell me if you do, because I can't take torture. If they start cutting me with knives, I'll spill the beans. So don't tell me. But you know where it is. I think, after having a talk with Needham, that we both had two halves to that answer, and I think now that they've put it together, they, they, and I know where in inverted commas where it might be I reach into my vest pocket and I bring out one of the black candles do you know the 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 talking ritual she shakes her head no or yes I look down I'm sorry can I teach it to her in a few minutes or is it too complicated no it's it's a simple it's a simple mantra that you have to repeat and then it's a series of motions that you go through so it's not complicated no but yeah she she finds it's a little weird because she has mostly a, say, a scientific background, even though she does have some spells. This is a little bit different to the kind of spell that she is used to. This will work, and I'll be able to contact you from Oklahoma with it. Let's say two days' time at midnight, if I don't, at midnight, and if I don't respond one hour in one hour intervals until I do. She can do that. Just in case I'm. In a firefight or whatever the case may be. All right. So I give her an embrace, I kiss her, and I, I leave. Yeah, as, as you leave, she just looks at you one last time and says, please don't be long. And I head out. Right. 
I think then it's evening time, so that there's going to be fairly good uh, montage sequences all across town of everyone getting their stuff together. Uh, does anyone else have any other particularly burning issues they want to address? Anything specifically they want to get? Now is the time. I just swing by the bookstore, drop off the money, tell them exactly what I'm looking for, and then head to the apartment, unless you want Okay, if people don't mind me spending a bit more time with Gerhardt on that. Well, I, I, I want to just say, otherwise I'm, I'm worried I'm going to forget this, this train of thought. Mm -hmm. But when we're gathering back together to get on the train, I want to mention, um, I'll mention to Audie, um, and I've been trying, I've been trying to think about um, why hybridization? You know, why would they care about you know, mixing humans and snakes, but then that that wrath of Yig thing came into my mind. Let's talk about that on the train. Yeah, that's a really good question. Okay, so sounds like we're gonna we're gonna cut to the train journey down there for you to have a discussion. Uh, the quick bit with Gerhardt then, as you go to the uh, the bookstore, or at least the antique store uh, run by the uh, your dear friend Lester Goodman. Um, he's so interested and his eyes light up when you give him a whole wad of cash. Um, he nods, uh, goes over to the door and turns the sign from open to close. Goes back around the counter and pulls up this large, uh, well, it looks like a book that's wrapped in canvas, which he just drops on the, um, on the desk. He says, you know, there's a friend of mine who might be able to help. Um, it's going to sound a little weird, but I, I would like you to sign your name here and he'll be able to get in touch with you. Um, he opens up the canvas wrapping and there's this book that's got a large iron front, front and back cover with, a, uh, with an iron spine. He opens it up um, just seemingly midway through um, on these vellum-like pages. There are just lists of names in different handwritings and signatures that seem to be inscribed in maybe red ink or potentially blood. Um, he pulls up a quill pen with a sharp, uh, seems to be iron spike at the end and hands it to you and says, if you'd just like to, uh, to sign your name here, then I'm sure he'll be in touch to uh, be able to give you what you want. Now, can I make a mythos roll or a, an occult roll? Or... You can give me a mythos roll. <laughs> yeah. um, if it's under your occult as well, then you might get something more from that. Right. Um, 24, I'll spend the 12 points and make a normal uh, mythos roll. Um, yeah, you maybe heard mention or at least uh, read in some of that material something about uh, a book um, an iron book or book of azathoth uh carried by the herald and messenger of the outer gods the crawling chaos now a name holds power now do i believe if i sign my name i will be under control of this azathoth You'll be pledging a. You'll be pledging some kind of connection to it. 
knowledge is power and I could figure my way out of this. And I signed the book. Hey, um, Lester Goodman smiles behind the counter. And yeah, just uh, after you've had to stab your hand with the quill pen to write in your own blood, uh, just blows on it gently to dry the, to dry the ink and then gently closes the book. Excellent! Yes, I'm, uh, I'm sure my, uh, my friend, oh, let's, let's call him a brother of mine, uh, will be in touch shortly to, uh, to have, have a discussion with you. Dun, dun, dun. And he just gently shuts the book and tucks it back under the counter. Yeah, um, your night that night is a little different when you sleep. Um, give me a power roll. Fifty-nine out of seventy-five. Okay, it's regular. Uh, you, when you go to sleep, you just dream of blackness. You just dream of a starry void, but you are not alone. In the distance, you can hear, even through void, you can still hear piping and drumming. And this definite feeling that someone is stood right behind you, just waiting for you to make the first move. Hello? Do, uh, do, you, ma oh, sorry, do you make that, uh, that move, or yeah. do, you just, do you wait? Uh, hello? You have this feeling and this figure, this presence behind you, walks or moves up behind you and starts to whisper in your ear. Uh, you can roll me one d10, please. Nine. Uh, cross off nine points of sanity and gain nine points of Cthulhu Mythos. Ooh. Yeah, as this this unseen figure behind you starts to whisper the secrets of the universe and the secrets of all existence to you, uh -oh. and Ooh. you wake you wake up pale in a cold sweat, and realizing that yes, maybe knowledge is power, but knowledge is also a curse, and this won't be the first time that he comes to you. And now we can cut to the train. Yeah, Gerhard looks a little bit pale, but otherwise you've. Uh, you're together with your equipment, your notes, and all the other such material that you've picked up from Caduceus on the way to the um, on the way to the train station, and you are now chugging out of New York City. So yeah, the, the Zygians and their, oh. their program of hybridization. I relay everything the Queen told me, so it's common knowledge between the group. Johnny, why are you so quiet? Because um, I, because I got a, I, I did some thinking last night, and I don't. You guys are probably going to be all right. I'm not going to be all right because of this hand. The hybridization. Um, it, it stuck with me that the whole hybridization thing with the gig. When we were down in, uh, we were down in not Borneo, but. Uh, the first place, South America. Bolivia. 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 Yeah, when we were down in Bolivia. If you remember, I saw 
uh, I saw I saw a rose. Right in your in your you vision. Remember. And she was, and not only did I see rose, but I also had laid hands on some of those soldiers that were in the snake suit, the snake, the serpent soldiers. Right. They were being controlled by a female voice, not a male voice. They were being controlled and, and commanded by a female voice, which I can only assume was the voice of Rose. Now, what we know about the crown of cobra, cobra crown, is that it has the ability to, for mind control. That's what Gonsalves said, yeah. Exactly. So then we ask, why would we want hybridization of humans? Because once you become part serpent, then you're not immune to that crown. So that crown, if you, uh, if you hold the crown and you've hybridized the entire human race, you now control the world. You control everyone. Everything that moves. Well, Jesus Christ. Is that also going to be a problem for Connor? If he's yeah. Hybrid, no, I'm just an actual hybrid. I'll be just fine. He just got a hand. I'm half snake now, but you know, no worries. Noah's saying that you'll be able to, they'll control you. I know. That's a major problem. Yeah, that's a big, big thing. And I don't know how much has to be hybridized to. Uh... If your theory is correct, good God, I think this is the first theory that just really rings true. Yes. Then they have to have some means. So. Of hybridizing everyone. Technology at the lab in the Citadel. There has to be these crystal things that technology to just transform others into snakes. Because the queen was in favor of hybridizing people. And also, well, I mean, Caduceus, they, they hybridized you. So they've got a way of doing it as well. You don't know. Maybe they just pointed this crystal at you. The one we found, and that's what I don't know. I was in there for hours, though. There's a transmission now coming out of Oklahoma that's trying to get everybody to go to a central place. Yeah. So why would you want more people to go to a central place? To turn them. To hybridize I guess, them. I guess we're going to find out. It would be to hybridize them so that it's a, it makes it easier. If you're going to change a bunch of people into something, why would you not lure them all into one place? It's putting cattle through a, basically putting cattle yeah. through a chute. And it would explain, it would explain why uh, Joshua, well, Caduceus want the crown because if they've got the crown, they can force the queen to tell them how to work the device, how to do it all because mind control. Yep. But, Rose, if Rose has the crown, she's already got the crown. But she won't give it to her dad. But she should be able to control everybody. Shouldn't Just she? The serpent people. But we know that he's got serpent people around him. We suspect the crown is in India. Mr. Canning. The crown what do you mean the crown is in India? The crown is in Calcutta. 
Wait, sure. They found know that? the crown. The uh, Tyranese told me. That's and also, she knows where half half of the location to the island, and Meadow knows the other half. They need each other to find it. Oh, like latitude. Sounds like we need to find find it first and stop everyone else from finding it. Yeah. And if we need to get her out of there when separated from Meetum, because if Meetum tortures her and gets the information, he has sole control of it. Yeah, except that I think that she's the one who masterminded the whole thing. But if she can't find it without him and he can't find it without her, we need to separate both of them. What we really need is the crown. Yeah. Yeah. We need it. Agreed. So we can get rid of it. And I've been thinking or, or we can get the crown. And then we and take care of all the uh, serpent people problem is solved. We just use that as a tool to take care of the problem. Hit them both against one another. Let them have yeah. a civil war and cleanse the whole world of the serpent people. It's a very interesting symbol, the Caduceus symbol, too. Two snakes, two snakes wrapped around a pole looking at each other. In well, a, that's, that's a human symbol. Uh, Keeper, as me and Connor being bounty hunters, would we have any connections in Calcutta at all? It's a little far out of your uh your yeah. normal sphere of operation but that's not to say that you might not be able to get some like through a friend of a friend of a friend you might not you, know, you might be able to get something out there uh, I might, when i get back from um, oklahoma that might be a avenue worth looking into seeing if we can get someone on the ground there ah you you did say it's a human symbol but it was originally used by hermes trismegistus who was in a earlier life Thoth of Egypt who was said to come from Atlantis. So it might not be such a human symbol as we think it is. Maybe. Gerhard, you just said a lot of words. Yeah, Gerhard's got a brain in his head. He's read a lot of books. Ah, well, hopefully... We'll find out what the hell is going on. I think that we've nailed it, though. I think we know what's going on. And that's really scary. We can't let on that we know, either. Yeah. No. And I think on those prophetic words, that is probably a good point to leave it as your train chugs out of New York. Outstanding. Our players included Stuart Lively, John Byram, Morgan Llewellyn, Jason Melnichok, Zane Fleming, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in our description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. 
This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.